man? Are y'all ready for the fried talk? Slow down on the bridge and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the feet, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is fragrant, and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat for fashion. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. Positive and motivational track to see successful guests promote a self-mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the sister with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. I can 
be selfish most of the time. I be selfish if I can't help myself. I know that I'ma be helpless. Always make the same mistake. And if love is what you made, I have this tendency to give too many fucks and to gravitate to niggas rolling up, lift them up to the home. But it's like I'm building up my own throne. It's your right to love yourself. You have to recognize. Be about it, pray about it, do your exercise. Maybe get fly, be the apple of your eye. Be the sea, be the light, the sweetness in your life, be the spark in the bite. And the spice, young star. You already know who you are. <laughs> Planet Remix. Planet Remix, everyone. Oh, come 
jamming to there, along with Oshun and me. Peace and greetings, everyone. I want to say welcome, 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 welcome to Planet Remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and uh, you are live on the remix. I want to say peace and greetings to everyone out there uh, listening from all over the world and welcome you guys in as we dive into the cipher. So I trust that you all are doing well, and I trust that you are all warm. So those two W's going together, well and warm. I also want to do a sound check and make sure, because on Friday night show, it was a little bit of kind of like distortion out there. So I do want to check in with Erica and make sure we've cleared that up inside the blue room and, uh, the sound is nice and clear. So you guys can hear me, and I want to make sure, because we will be taking calls tonight, that um, you can be heard as well. So I do want to take that sound check and just see. Wow. Okay. So all the levels are good. We are good to go. Uh, send a blessing up to the ancestors for that. And also, we are uh, definitely, absolutely, positively live. So peace and greetings, everyone, and thank you for that, Priestess Erica. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Planet Remix. I'm your host, of course, Miss Blue the Oracle. And um, let me say this. I want to kind of get into the share tonight. We have quite a few things that I want to cover. Um, And then I want you guys to come on the phone lines because that's always so important and one of the best things that I love. Shouts out to all the family out there listening across the board as well. And I do want to remind you that it's a couple of ways you can listen. And I'll just kind of keep it nice and short and sweet, but we always have so many new listeners and I want to welcome them in. One, you can definitely call in on the phone lines. 515-605-9794 is the number to call, and that's going to get you in. You can also, if you're an international caller, you will need to dial, let me say this, the U.S. country code, and then dial 515-605-9794. And you can also come and join us in the Blue Room. And let me tell you, the Blue Room is off the chain. <laughs> 
And I love the dialogue. I love the love in there. I love the connections in there. Um, and uh, it's a place where so many of you guys come together. And you come together in the blue room. So I want to give you those cosmic directions. If you have not experienced the blue room, let me invite you to come on over. Uh, And all you have to do is come on over to YouTube. And once you go to YouTube, you're going to type in blue as in the color. And then Raz, R-A-S, and then Barry, B-E-R-R-Y. And then that is going to get you locked in. To the Blue Room. Yeah. So you'll be able to come over into the Blue Room. Priestess Kalimar is there to greet you among the rest of all the stars of Planet Remix, and they are sure to make you feel welcome and right at home. So you can just come on over and dive in, have some great conversations, communicate, and hear all of the dialogue Uh, that is going on or see all the dialogue or you can just come on over and chat and chill as we say so it's so many things that you can do the other thing is that you can go over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix and you can listen there right so it's so many ways that you can listen and whether you're listening to this broadcast which is coming to you live from planet earth now or you are listening sometime in the future via the downloads. Um, It is my intention definitely for you to come into the sacred space of love and to be uplifted, filled with energy and insight, and definitely, definitely, absolutely have some fun and to continuously on that quest of growing up on earth and knowing your magic, right? Hmm. Well, lots of things going on. I don't know about you guys, but it was pretty cold here where I'm at. And I see some of you are shouting out where you're at and that it is below zero uh, in some cases. It's a little cold outside, um, especially for those of us on the Western Hemisphere. And on other parts of the world, still lots of water, lots of volcano action going on, lots of things that are happening. We always want to send our love and always want to send our light out to all of our brothers and sisters because there are so many of you guys who are listening internationally from all over the world uh, that, you know, I trust that you got some sunshine today. And that you were able to do some things to feed your soul and stay warm uh, and to stay in a place of love and harmony. You know, I want to say that to all of our ancestors um, out there, sending them love as well. And uh, big shots to the babies. Listen, if you're in the blue room, please make sure that you subscribe. You know, subscribe to Planet Remix and pass it on to a friend. You know, someone, if you know that there's something you've been able to take away that has been helpful, valuable to you, that's what I ask. We ask that you do that to pass it on. Stay connected with us, you know, and don't forget to hit that notification bell because that's a way that you can always know when we're going live, when shows have been updated or we have posted things on the channel. Yeah. So welcome on in. I want to give a big shout out. I'm going to start out by doing 
<laughs> a big shout out from myself and Brother Bilal to everyone who is self-invested. Boy, it went down in class on Saturday night. We are diving into the subject of the supreme feminine and so much has already been uncovered and so much expressions and interactions. We just want to thank you guys for an amazing class uh, on last night. It, it was truly divine, truly amazing. So shout out to everyone who is self-invested. Uh, we want to send that love out to you guys. And then I want to send a big shout out and so much love to all the divine priestess out there, I've spoken with many of you guys today. Um, I've received your calls and emails. So shout out to all the divine priestess out there doing your work and uh, continuously doing your work and showing up in such a beautiful sort of loving way on the planet. So shout out to all the divine priestess. Want to give a big shout out to Soul and Magic, all of our Soul Magic members out there doing their work too, putting in their work like it's so much. Everyone who has the Jupiter money kit, like, wow, we could go on. It's such a beautiful space. And then shout out to all of you who are here, who are who is present uh, and a part of Planet Remix, you know? So it's a great time. Great time to be alive. Well, we're going to be diving into the cipher and we will be discussing relationship intimacy. This is a big topic, a very, very big topic, actually one of the hottest topics on the planet. And I've received all of your emails. I've read your comments on social media. I've seen the discussions going on. I've seen everybody who slid into my DMs talking about this from Facebook to Instagram, all of the emails that I could say of really you discussing this. And this is one of the top, if I had to say, one of my top five, of course, you know what comes in number one. Spirit Guides comes in number one, uh, followed by a very almost tied to the ancestors connecting with our loved ones on the other side. And then there is relationship and then there is money. Always a hot topic on the planet. And a topic that we need to discuss. And after Friday night share, it definitely is a topic. I love the dialogue that's going on because it is something, you know, a big part of all relationships. Start with communication, opening up that dialogue. Um, and uh, it, it's a sensitive dialogue. Well, we're going to try not to be too sensitive tonight. Right? But we are going to do everything in the spirit of love because that's what we do here on Planet Remix. And uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to have some real, we're going to have some raw conversation about relationship intimacy, talking about that. And then we'll take your calls and keep the discussion going. 
and uh, begin to talk about that. So I trust you all are doing well. I want to give a big shout out to Brother Bilal listening in and the family. I want to give a big shout out to Sister Munya listening in as well and the whole family. And a shout out to Dr. Banks listening in as well. The whole family, my whole family listening in, like everybody who is listening in, I want to shout that shout out our whole family out. And um, on this day, I want to take a moment because Monday, tomorrow, some of you may be off. I don't think it used to be like it used to be here in the West where whatever day we celebrate Dr. King's birthday, because for us, who are from the African diaspora. It is a celebration that we do for him and many of our ancestors every single day, but it is an opportunity to raise the awareness about who we are, how we're showing up on the planet, our legacy that is living and is strong and continuously growing and uh, moving itself forward every step of the way. I want to send so much love out to the King family. I just seen um, Dr. King and Coretta Scott King, a daughter who was doing an interview recently, and uh, she was speaking about her father, about her family's legacy and what the hope was that we all will take a part of this amazing legacy and begin to incorporate it into our own lives and show up with that legacy every single day. And so I, I want to kind of put that energy out there as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to get ready because tonight we definitely need to make sure that we are um, being responsible. Hmm. We need to definitely be responsible while growing up on earth. Uh, So we're going to handle some business there, uh, and then we're going to listen to some baby blue, and then we're going to get into cosmic vibes. So yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to Planet Remix, you guys. So glad you're here. So glad. Let's see if we can get it. Cipher. 
We cover so much content and information here, tools and things that you can begin to use, but we do it with a lot of adult content. Let's be responsible while knowing our magic on Planet Remix. Simply, there's no other way. (laughs) So, enjoy the cipher. Enjoy the share. And keep knowing your magic. And be responsible while growing up on Planet Remix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're plugged in. We're plugged into the center. Fully plugged in. Oh, yeah, we are definitely fully plugged into the cypher. So now, before we get ready to listen to some vibes here, we're going to listen to some Baby Blue. But I do want to shout you guys out in the Blue Room because, wow, it is so much going on in the Blue Room. All I can see is just I see hearts, I see words, I see smiley faces, I see all kinds of things just kind of floating around. So I want to give a big shout out. Jasmine, who says, hey, family, stepping up in the building. We got Reload 614 uh, in the house tonight. We got Profo J. I think that's how is in the house. We got Kevin Beth in the building tonight. Always learning and knowing my magic, Kevin says. Welcome in the building, Kevin. Uh, good to see you in the place to be. Tashira Rushing is here. We have, I'm going to say your last name. We got Miss Smith in the building. She's throwing up hearts. want to welcome you on in. And uh, so glad to have you guys join us in the Blue Room and all the family. We got Sunshine Bear in the building tonight. It always makes me smile. And Sunshine Bear says, ready to dive deep, Miss Blue. Be balanced, said, glad to be in the house. All right, glad to have you in the house. Brittany, multi-universe, said, we are definitely plugged in. So glad to be there. We have 327 Hertz Warrior says, welcome, ma'am, Mama Blue. (laughs) They must be five years old because that's the only way I can be there, Mama. Okay, so Brandy is in the house tonight. Priestess Brandy, welcome. We got Kalisha Smith in the house tonight. I think I said it right. I think I did. Miss J is in the house tonight. And then I love this name, Let Me Be Great, is in the house tonight. Love you, too. We got Kwaya Williams in the house tonight. Brienne is in the house tonight. Brienne is McCoven TV, I think. We have Houston in the house tonight with Omega Mobley in the house tonight. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Serene is in the house tonight. I think Serene is in the house tonight. I think I said it right. Baron is here. Nisi is here. Oh my goodness. Oshun Love is in the house. And oh my goodness, Cosmic Ray. Always beautiful to feel the sister's energy in the house tonight. So welcome you guys and everyone who is coming in the house tonight. So glad to see you guys come in. See Diggs is in the house tonight. So welcome, all of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Welcome all the stars, 
all of you guys into the Blue Room tonight and all of you listening. So we're going to listen to, we are going to be listening to some Baby Blue. La, 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. So true. If nothing else moves you, life will. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. Welcome to everyone stepping up into the building. Shouts out to Priestess Chastity. Let's get into these vibes. As we dive into the cipher, we're going to be discussing relationship intimacy. The real, the raw, and the reality.
Fat Pride, well, my man Little B, Jerry Wentz, this is Everybody um. got a breaking point, kid, and they'll rat on you. The family doesn't get rat on you. That's why we got to be prepared. Whoever out we need. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What vibes, what some vibes to kick off relationship intimacy. Wow. So starting with our very first selection about making love to your mind, to killing me softly. (laughs) We all know those feelings. We know those words. We know those situations. And we have an understanding of being in those places. Sometimes being on both sides of it. So I felt it was necessary because of so many so many of the requests that are about relationships that we dive a little deeper into this subject and begin to start looking deeper into relationship intimacy and for us to begin to start having a discussion about it because we talk about it all the time, but this is going to be a little different of an angle of discussing it here. Now, there was a question that I posed on social media and I also posed it in the Blue Room. And this is a question that I want you guys to take with you inside of your heart as well as we go through the share. Put this at the forefront. You can even begin to write it down on a piece of paper. And that was to use three words to describe your most challenging relationship. So many people had a lot of things to say from controlling, detached, abusive, um, betrayal, trust, like I could go back and read some of the comments you had some very, very beautiful things to say about your most challenging relationship to date. So I want you to hold that very, very close. And I want you to um, keep that in mind. Codependency, poor communication, and violence, Mama Nisi says. So we have all of these things that are happening. Tashir says reflection, dependent, and distant. So let's dive into this. And the first thing that I want to say is what's love got to do with it? <laughs> you know, that that statement that Tina Turner shared with the world, still reign supreme today. What does love have to do with it? Brittany says her last three words to describe her last relationship is 
verbally abusive, controlling, and limit, limited. It's very interesting that we can find ourselves in this place. And you know what I figured out for all the readings that I've done? Not what I personally think or what I've been through, but for all the readings that I've done, it's not a respecter of who you think you are. Relationships, to some degree. Where you come from, how much money you have, your education level, your spiritual knowledge. Sometimes these things do not play a factor in how some of these relationships go. Sometimes we look at others from the outside and we think they must have the perfect relationship. They must all have it figured out. But I'm here to tell you. See, it's something very, very um, intimate about relationship number one. We all came back to the planet, and it's one of our agreements of being, is that we'll be in relationship, whether that is a relationship because we have a relationship with nature. We have relationships with our first family, the family we're born in. Whether we maintain that relationship, keep that relationship or not, we have a relationship with them. We have a relationship with absolutely everything in this world. You even have a relationship with your sacred space, your home. You have a relationship with your coworkers. We even have hmm, relationships with strangers. But everything is about relationships. And this is this is a quest that so many of us on the planet have been searching for, like, what is that ideal relationship? Has it changed from what relationships used to be? Are relationships non and void now? But let's let's start here of of, of getting a very, very good definition of what a relationship is. So we know who we're in relationship with. We know. We know some of the things. What does love have to do with that? Because you can love whoever you choose. And you can express love in so many different ways. But how do we show up in our relationships? What is a relationship? Now, according to Oxford Dictionary, and I thought this was a pretty good good, good way with so many different qualifications of what makes up a relationship when we're talking about beings on the planet. 
I, I thought they did a good job of sort of kind of encompassing all things. And you guys let me know what you think. But Oxford Dictionary um, states a relationship as follow, I quote, it is the way in which two or more people or things or concepts or objects are connected or the state of being connected. Hmm. I thought that was a good way to start with the definition of what a relationship is. Now, we see ship at the bottom of the relationship, so we know that it is something that is moving. When we go back and begin to start studying and looking uh, to ancient Kemet into Egypt, we know about the sun boat. And we know about those who get into the sun boat, the ship, and that ship begins move to sail across the celestial skies. So we know when we see that word ship is something that is moving. So we know a relationship is something that is forever in motion. It is a energy that comes together that keeps things in motion. Let's look at the next thing. We have R-E at the beginning of relationship. And that re, as in remix, means that that is often something that is repeated over and over again. It is remixed. It is revised. It is relived. Just like the sun god Re or Ra. It is reborn again. Over and over again, when you remix something, you take what is there that is existing and you add to it and you continuously mix it up, change it up, hopefully to make it better. We have the re there. We also have a nation. You see that Asian there? The nation that is there. So we know that when we're talking about a relationship, it consists of a nation. It consists of multiple people. It consists of multiple things. We know that it is multi-dimensional. We know that wherever we see that Asian, that nation, we know that it is a lot. learned a lot about relationships and some of these things you guys may have already known. But we're going to put it out there because I, I want us all to really start to walk this thing through and have a real, raw, and relevant conversation about relationships. And then we're going to get to the intimacy part of that because that's, that's that juicy stuff, right? That's that good part. <laughs> it's that part right there that we're going to jump deep into. So I think that we all are in agreement, and you can just let me know, that there is no way around it. We need each other. And relationships are a part of life. 
period. Can we agree on that? Can we just agree that there is no way around it? We need each other. And relationships are a part of life. At least here on planet Earth. And I think that is an absolutely good thing, not a bad thing. So, we talked about the many different types of relationships that they are. So, we know that they exist and they really begin to start once we take our first breath. They begin to start with our first family. No matter what that looks like, no matter how you came here, no matter what happened, no matter whether you thought you were supposed to be here, not supposed to be here, mama wasn't there, daddy wasn't there, you know, no matter what that was, you are supposed to be here. That is the start of the foundation of relationships as they relate to you. So now, we're going to take relationships and intimacy and we're going to connect that together. And we're going to be talking primarily about people. We talk a lot on Planet Remix about our relationships um, when it comes to nature, our relationships when it comes to our family members, and our relationships when it comes to even ourselves, right? Uh, We can never exclude ourselves out the equation. Just know in relationship, we're always starting with you. So let's take a look at intimacy soul intimacy. And I'm going to ask the Blue Room to help me out because you guys are the closest here. So I want you to help me out on when it comes to this thing of intimacy. What is intimacy? What is that? What does it mean when you have intimacy? What, what, what does that mean to you guys? Let me, let me have the Blue Room help me out on this as we, as we look at intimacy. Let's, let's take a look. Learning deeply. Let's see. What else? What else? I'm talking about for real. What is intimacy? The intimacy you live, not philosophizing what intimacy is. What is intimacy that you are living? Close reaction, deep personal connection. What is intimacy? Sharing your life experiences with others, uh, connection, a mere reflection, tenderness and understanding, unconditional love and compassion. Someone just to hold me And to be there, Terry says, passion, transparency, internal love, Brother Chirondo says, sharing, trust, 
vulnerability, JP says, compassion and acceptance, C. Dick says, merging energies, Terrence says, Kali Mar says, in-depthness, authenticity, Glory says, faith says, understanding, Dakita says, sharing a smile and a hug, uh, Tashir says, no judgment, Sarah says, honesty, as understanding, let me be great, says love. Wow. Kalisha says understanding. I love all of that. But there's there's just one thing that I want to ask all of you soulful people coming from me, the soulful oracle. No one said that intimacy was sexual closeness. With sexuality. So you guys are telling me, and I'm taking my cues from you guys in the blue room, that that doesn't come into play with your intimacy. <laughs> now everybody says, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> And Amia says, it's that intimacy that we are craving. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kalisha says, I think it's a byproduct. Uh, Sunshine Bear says, foreplay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we understand all of it is only a part of it. April DeCrystal says, strings attached. That's interesting. Ah, Dakita said, depending on the species, be balanced, said, oh, and that. <laughs> and then Elnora said, I thought that comes with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. Absolutely. It doesn't absolutely have to be sexual. I'm talking about intimacy in a relationship between you and another person. Mm-hmm. 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 So now that we kind of lay that out on the table, let's just say we're talking about relationship intimacy Sheena says, I don't like the topic of relationships. I feel you on that. Men and women, this is what we're talking about. Or let's say two individuals. Or two individuals. And most of the relationships, even though people are not calling it this, are romantic. They're romantic relationship. Is that the old world of loving? The old world of loving is called a romantic relationship. Is that the old world? I, I, because w w what I'm seeing is that we've taken that old world 
name and we've removed it. No one wants to be in the fairy tale. No one wants to be in a lovey-dovey type relationship. No one wants to be in a romantic relationship, but we have changed the name. And we call it soulmate, our twin flames, the love of our lives, right? We've changed the names. That's the new world name for relationships. So did the relationship change? Kindred spirits, my partner, my life partner. But yet... We have abandoned motherless children and motherless, um, fatherless children. We have more depression on the planet. We have more loneliness on the planet than before. But we're not calling it romantic. Because we, we know we don't want to live in a fairy tale. We don't want to do that. We don't want that fairy tale. You know, I received an email from a sister, a sister who's well into her 60s. And I asked, could I tell her age? Because I, I, I really know that she has a lot of experience when it comes to being in relationships and also res- observing relationships and she shared something with me and she said miss blue chivalry is dead and i said whoa what does that mean she said chivalry is dead she said nowadays people only are wanting the benefit of a relationship without the responsibility that comes with the relationship They no longer want the responsibility of being in a relationship, only the benefits that go along with the relationship. So I said, I need to play dumb to this. Tell me more because I want to learn exactly what this sister was speaking of. And she says, everybody wants to be free. They want to be free. And they're using freedom as a way to escape responsibility. So that means that I want to be with you as long as it's convenient for me to be with you. But when I no longer want to be with you and you try to say, why are you leaving I tell you that I just don't want to be tied down. I don't want to be in a committed relationship, but we can still be friends. We can still hang out sometimes. We can still be close. And there's absolutely no reason we can still do things together. But I want you to know that I am free to do whatever I want with whoever I want, whenever I want, however I want. She said, I've seen that. I've seen it in my family, and I've seen that with so many people. 
She said, now there's a few people out there that want that, but mostly that's done because relationships come with a level of responsibility. And I said, it comes with responsibility. What kind of responsibility are you talking about? She said, number one, most people shouldn't be in a relationship because they are not emotionally responsible for themselves, and they cannot be responsible for the emotions of the other person in the relationship that they are exchanging their emotions with. And it's causing a lot of hurt. It's causing a lot of displacement amongst children, and it is destroying relationships. People are compromising themselves, trying to find a piece of love, any piece of love that they can. Because let's face it, no one wants to feel lonely. So she shared that with me, and I wanted to share it with you guys. And I'm reading a lot of the comments that you're saying. And I see that you've experienced that or you're coming in that. Everyone has had their share of these relationships. She said, If someone else comes along, then that person is just trying to see if they can be with this person or that person or that person. And most of the time, they don't tell that they're in a relationship or dating someone else. Hence, this is leading to so many fatherless children and motherless children. At the end of the day, the children are paying the price, and some of you are the product of your parents who did some of these same things. So she said, chivalry is dead. And I said, oh, and it's taken a new name. So it's no longer wanting that lovey-dovey or that fairy tale or that romance, but it's I want my twin flame. I want my soulmate. I want the love of my life. But there's a caveat that goes with that. Don't want no commitment. <laughs> I want you to understand that my love is free. And anytime you try to change me from spreading my love all over the world, then I'm going to take my love away from you. Most people think commitment in a relationship can become very complicated. But is that really true? A relationship with intimacy means that there is a expression of love that's involved. But then you have to ask yourself the question growing up, 
how much did you really learn about relationships? Really? How much? A committed relationship is where two individuals, well, let me step back. Let's go back to the fairy tale relationship, because I think it's good to talk about that one, since that's what the old relationships used to be based on. Most relationships are based on where there's two individuals that are projecting their own needs and their own inadequacies onto each other their inadequacies to be filled by someone else. This is where you get statement that comes out of somebody's mouth and they say, he or she completes me. They complete me. They complete me. Because I know where I am weak, they are strong. And where they are strong, I am weak. <laughs> we complete each other. Now, in these relationships, you will know it, there are certain things that will begin to start happening as soon as you begin to start connecting in this relationship. So number one, you instantly are going to wake up and you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to say, I woke up like this. You're going to start feeling yourself. You know how Beyonce say, I'm feeling myself. You're going to start feeling yourself. You're going to start to immediately begin to start feeling better about yourself. You're going to feel better about yourself than perhaps you've ever felt about yourself in your whole life. You're going to go from a zero to a hero instantly. (laughs) Instantly. You're going to begin to have more self-confident. You're going to feel confident about yourself. You're going to feel more intelligent. You're going to feel more alive. You're going to feel so sexy. You're going to feel so fine. You're going to feel like you're handsome. You're going, you're going to feel like you've got it all going on. All of this because of the relationship. Everywhere you go, people are going to see the excitement. They're going to say, girl, you just glowing. You just glowing. You just glowing. And you're thinking to yourself, this is it. I have found the one. This is for brothers and sisters alike. This is it. You're going to start talking more. Your communication is going to get better. You're not going to be sleeping all weekend. All that Netflix and chill shit is going out the window. You're going to start wanting to do your hair different. Brothers, you're going to start getting your stuff groomed up. (laughs) You're going to start feeling like the man. You you understand all of this stuff is going to go up. You're just going to be beautiful inside and out. You're just going to be all of this, all of this stuff is happening. Now, 
You're going to start getting out into the community. You're going to start engaging with work. That family member that used to get on your damn last nerves, you're going to find yourself saying, oh, she don't bother me. Y'all stop letting her get on your nerves. There ain't nothing wrong with Cheryl. Let Cheryl talk and say what she want to say. You know, them arguments used to get in with your mama and your dad. You ain't going to get in them arguments no more. Them arguments used to get in with your baby daddy. You're going to be dropping them kids off, smiling at him, telling him, see you on Tuesday. You know, or your baby mama, when you go over there, you're going to be like, hey, girl, I brought you some extra little flowers. And I brought a little something, put a little something in there for you, too. <laughs> you're going to be on top of the world. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. All of that is fine. This is going to last for some time. And you're going to be in the midst of it. You're going to be in the flow of it. You're going to be in the energy. You're going to wake up feeling good. You're going to wake up feeling great. You're going to feel like you're on top of the world, that you can go tackle the whole world. But hold up. Then all of a sudden, I got to stir my tea on this. I got to stir my volunteer. Then all of a sudden, you look in the mirror one day, and the phone rings. And you already know who's on the other side. And you say to yourself, hmm. Things are starting to come into the light. Caroline, come into the light, Caroline. Everything is starting to come to light. And you begin to start seeing each other for who you really are. (laughs) My, my, my. Hmm. Oh, you start finding out, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 hold up, because it seemed like you got a little temper going on with you. <laughs> and the brother's going to start to, wait, 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 you seem like you a little moody, and it's not even that time of the month. What's going on with you like that? Why are you so moody? And then, hmm, why are you making all these judgments on people? And where is all this insecurity coming from? And why do you have such a temper? Why is that happening? And why every time I ask you something, you tell me one thing, and two days later, it's something else? Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. So all of these things begin to start coming to the light. And you get to see each other for who you really are, holistically, meaning not a piece of you, not a part of you, but who you really are. Stay with me. Stay with me. Uh Uh-huh. Because, see, this, this is when trouble starts. This 
is when it becomes challenging. This is when the relationship becomes very difficult. And here's what I want you to know. When this starts to happen, it feels like the mask is coming off. And sometimes it feels like the person you met fell in love with is not even the person that you're dealing with at times. So when they begin to start projecting things onto you, waking up with the attitude, acting like they don't want to be bothered, you know, not answering the phone, going ghost, not answering the door, not wanting to hang out, not wanting to talk, being angry, You understand, avoiding the questions, not saying what's going on, or just complete damn silence. Silence of the lamb, just silence. Y'all are sitting in the living room watching a movie and nobody's talking. The only thing that's going on is Issa Rae on the channel. That's all that's happening. And even though many of you can attest that you've been in this type of a relationship, you say to yourself, you know what? Uh uh-uh. uh, nope, I can't do this. I'm out. I'm done. I'm ghost. I'm gone. This is it. Forget it. It's over. Goodbye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. And all of these different things that you want to say. I got some news for you. And I know this was shocking. Discovery was revealed to me through spirit. And many people have understood this reveal. But guess what? This is supposed to happen. (laughs) It's absolutely supposed to happen. It is supposed to go that way. You are supposed to see all of the person you're dealing with. And when I say that you're supposed to see all of the person that you're dealing with. I, I want to go one step further. I'm not going to say it's supposed to happen. That, 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 that's too plain. I want you to understand and I want to be honest and tell you that this is actually a healthy thing. And it's not what many of us have been taught or what we know that this is dysfunctional. The behavior is dysfunctional. But this is actually healthy if you're really interested in a relationship with intimacy or you're talking about 
understanding the importance of a relationship and what is at the core of a twin flame, what is at the core of having um, what some of the other, a soulmate, a life partner, um, you know, whatever you want to call that kind of relationship. If you are interested in that kind of relationship, that may seem at this point that it is about to fall apart but it's not. In reality, you are getting to see each other in a more holistic way. Let me tell you why this is here. Let me tell you why. Who you two are and what you're dealing with and what you have to learn about yourself from each other is the point that this relationship truly takes form. Because prior to that, no matter what you call it, soulmate, twin flame, life partner, I don't care what you call it, love of your life, um, I don't care what name you give it, you were in a romance. You were in a fairy tale. Now we're getting down to the rawness of what a relationship is. The rawness of a relationship is that when you start a relationship based on those grounds and it comes from you not truly understanding who you are fully, and if you are here on the planet, I don't care how badass you think you are, I bet you 99.9% you don't know all of who you are then what you have done as you have projected out into the world, send me somebody, send me somebody who is out here, as the song goes, from everything that you are hiding inside of yourself, everything that you need to fix inside of yourself, everything you want to change inside of yourself. You were looking for a savior because you refuse to deal with you. And so each one of you have come together. You know that song, How Can I Ease the Pain? This is you saying, Please bring out my insecurities in me. Please bring out my fears better in me. Please bring this anger inside of me. Please bring these things out in me so I can fix them, so I can learn to deal with them. And you guys are going to bring it out in each other. It's going to bring it out. Now, that partner may trigger those things inside of you, but they are not the source of your pain. They are not the source of why you run and hide. They are not the source why you go ghost. They are not the source 
need to be fixed. They don't need to get changed. These are your fears that you're looking for. And so often we want people to promise us you will not hurt us. Promise me you will not reject me. Promise me you will not lie to me. Promise me you will not do these things. That's because these are things that live inside of you. And they will trigger it. They will trigger your blame. They will trigger all of these things that are inside of you. Because the relationship doesn't start until the conflict, in most cases, begin. Other than that, you are living on the surface. And we're going to smile and we're going to grin, but deep down inside, we're in pain. Many people stay in relationships that are in pain. They are not expressing themselves. They are not communicating their pain because they feel if they start to communicate that, then the person is going to totally reject them. The person is totally going to say things to them that they don't want to hear. But it's the same thing. I want you to understand that this is still the same thing. They are two sides of the same coin. So relationships and the intimacy of the relationships, and many of you guys said it here, but I wanted you to get a full understanding of that because most of us think that our relationship should be smooth without any conflict. Relationships require communication. Relationship requires soul intimacy. And that soul intimacy is coming from you being able to live from the inside out, not you living from the outside in. And wanting to find someone so you do not have to face your fears of the world. So you do not have to face the pain of the world. And so everyone begins to start on each other. Men will get very aggressive. When a man calls you outside of his name, it's only for one or two reasons. Brothers, you can help me out. Number one, he feels like you disrespected him. Or number two, he has no self-esteem. Those are the two reasons that it begins to happen. Thank you for the brother. It's both. That's right. No self-esteem or he feels like he's been deeply disrespected. Sisters, women, we will always, in most cases, attempt to preserve the relationship for the sake of hearing these simple three words. I love you. 
There are women sitting in prison right now because of those three words. There are women who are homeless right now because of those three words. There are women sitting in a mental institution because of those three words. There are women who are no longer with us because of those three words. Wanting to hear someone say, I love you. And in both cases, We forgot the most important relationship and intimacy has to start with us knowing who we are. It doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship, but it takes a commitment. Are you willing to commit to the relationship? But let's take a couple of steps back. Why are you even getting into the relationship? Is it so that the relationship can become your new drug? Because you need a new high that's going to make you good, that's going to put you on top of the world so you can go from zero to a hero or shero. You know, do you need a relationship so that you can interact with your family so you can get up and have a purpose in your life and go to work? Do you need a relationship that you need to hear, I love you? Do you need a relationship to make you feel that you are worth something? Do you need that? Do you need that? Because if those are your only reasons for going into a relationship, then you already know that this is your new drug of choice. And it doesn't matter whether you're singled or married or you have children with someone, you're going to be going from this relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. And you will keep repeating the cycle of being high and low, high and low, high and low. And if you're in a relationship and you say, we don't have conflict, well, let's take a look and see what conflict is. Because conflict exists even if you are suppressing it. Just because you keep your mouth closed and you are afraid to say something doesn't mean you don't have conflict. Just because you get silent or just because you go ghost for two, three months doesn't mean there's not conflict. Because that conflict will come out in many different ways. Here is also another way to understand it. It's not just about yelling and fighting and running away from the situation. It can show up in pure silence. Not speaking up for yourself. You could have conflicts in your relationship while you are smiling your ass all the way. You ever see that sister and she just sitting there smiling? Just smiling. Just smiling. And you look at her man and he over there mean mugging everybody. 
and the children are disgruntled and unhappy, but they smiling, smiling and mean mugging. They're going to smile their way all the way through it. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's smiling because she don't want to rock the boat for the fear of abandonment. Refusing to acknowledge that there is a conflict in relationship. It will show itself. It will show itself in the form of disease. A lot of diseases are caused by us not really being in healthy, holistic relationships. It will cause disease in the body, disease in the mind, all of these things. So it's a couple of questions that we have to begin to start asking ourselves when it comes to entering into a relationship. Because rejection and judgment, you know, these are some very real fears that a lot of us have. And this wanting to fix people, wanting to change people, because now you finally see them for who they really are, which is giving you a reflection of yourself that you don't want to deal with. Relationships. Some say they're hard, they're challenging, and sometimes impossible. But relationships can be the most wonderful and best thing in the world if you are entering the relationship in a healthy way where you both are there in the agreeance, in the commitment to help each other grow and to understand that sometimes Sometimes you got to hold space for each other. And that really what you hate so much about what is being reflected to you is one of your fears. But we can always choose to be in that place of love because love is really the only thing that is real. Everything else is a fear. And it doesn't make some of these fears real. It's whether or not you consider that this is going to be a healthy way to be in the relationship. The relationship you can never abandon is the one with yourself. And like I said at the beginning, we came here with an agreement. You will be in a relationship whether you love it or not. difference is, will it be a relationship that helps you grow? Because if you are still thinking the relationships you were in, that someone has done something to you, then you have missed the point of the whole message tonight, that it was a reflection of who you are on the inside. So. We have some challenges when it comes to relationship. And 
know that in the beginning, it's not that you should dismiss that, but you should recognize that all of those wonderful things in the beginning, you deserve them, you should have them, but there will come a time where you will get to see each other for who you truly are. And at that point, that should be the day that you say, this is the anniversary of when we started our relationship. Because all of that in the beginning, that part, (laughs) you didn't really know each other. And now you get to grow with each other. You'll know when it's time for you to step away from a relationship. But I will tell you this. You'll know that it'll be more about you than the other person. It's not going to be what they have done to you. It's not going to be what she did. It's going to be about what you refuse to come face to face with your own fears. And having that conversation and allowing your soul's intimacy to grow. In the beginning, we usually don't ask questions. Everyone wants to take it one day at a time. We usually don't want commitment. We want to be free to express ourselves, and to explore. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that as well. And then, all of a sudden, you start to see each other for who you really are. And then everybody wants to run for the hills, not realizing that they are running from themselves. And they will start another relationship based on the premise they will never repeat what they did again. And they will continue to use the outside world to make them feel good, safe, and secure on the inside. Only to start the cycle all over again. In a relationship, some good things to have as a guideline is for each one of you to have a direction that you want to grow in. What kind of tolerance do you have? Where is your compassion? Because compassion can only be built through love. And if you don't have love of yourself, then you will have no compassion or no tolerance for anything that does not fit your narrative, that does not agree with what you say has to be in a relationship. This is not about whether you're in a traditional relationship where the man is the one who says or the dominant one is the one who says does what. It has nothing to do with those It has nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with how open and willing are you to receive. 
because relationships are about receiving. It's about opening up to your own soul's intimacy and growth. And so many times we think we are in a relationship that has a strong direction as far as the love and compassion go and intimacy, only to find out that that direction really turned out to be manipulation. We think that we are getting guidance and that that guidance is coming from a place of love. That guidance is coming from a place of um respect for one another, only to find out that it is total control. We are looking for someone who could be by our sides and we can support one another through all of our ups and downs and things that are going on. We are looking for that type of gratification that we can get from the person who loves us, the person that is standing by our side, the one that says that they have our back, only to find out that most of the time they are upset, dissatisfied, or in a position of not being happy. And we don't want to get to when children, because so many children have been abandoned by their mother and their fathers because their mother and father are both so busy trying to find love in all the wrong places, and the children are left by the wayside. The other reason is we think we are getting into these new age relationships, dare I say, or we're getting into these soul-based relationships because we are building something together. We want to build the foundation. We want to build a legacy for our children, for our family, for our community, for the people around us, only to find out, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't and went no broke, broke, broke nigga, and it goes both way. I ain't saying he a gold digger, but he ain't messing with no broke, broke, broke chick. And then it becomes all about the paper chasers and the money. So lots of things to begin to start thinking about, but not thinking about our partners that we've been in a relationship with, in an intimate relationship with, but ourselves and our fears. So much of what we talk about is that fear is not real. In 2020, I don't know if I could say that. I don't know if I can say that based on the readings, based on what spirit has showed me. Fear is very real. Fear is what is running this world. It only becomes not real. When you understand what is the root cause of your fear, that's the only thing that's not real. But fear is real. And if you are not in love, then you're in a place of fear. So it takes soul level work to be willing to look at yourself. And to be willing to say to yourself when you are communicating in your relationships, I'm upset by this. Why is this hurting me so much? 
And sometime, is it time to walk away? Because sometimes it is time to walk away. But then know what you're really walking away from. Nine times out of ten. Away from the person you can never leave. That's going to be yourself. And all of your insecurities, all of your fears will go right with you into your next relationship. So I challenge all of us here that we will begin to understand our relationships better, understand what intimacy in a relationship is really about. It's about growing. It's about seeing each other, seeing the people in the relationship for who they really are and recognizing that reflection is you. And when you have conquered your own fear, then even when you have an argument, even when you have a disagreement, even when shit is just going to the left, You can still love that person, and you can have the capacity to know that you matter, to know that you're enough, to have the strength and to have the compassion to speak up for yourself and still hold space for them, even if you have to distance yourself choosing to stay there, you recognize the growth that you both are experiencing. And if it is time to leave, then you will be honest about you leaving the relationship. And you will be woman enough or man enough not to run away like a little girl or a little boy who best friend just snapped and you will be able to express yourself with love and leave. So I wanted to share that with all of us so that we can look at this thing of relationship, soul intimacy on a deeper level. Because really it's about looking, living from the inside out. Not living from the outside in, attempting to control those things on the outside so you never have to feel anything. Relationships are about growth. And you should know entering into a relationship that you are there to grow and to love and to share compassion. But you have to be committed to that. Otherwise, 
You're just fooling yourself. Yeah. (laughs) So I wanted to share that. I hope that was some good food for thought for you guys. I definitely want to get on the phone lines and talk to you guys and see your thoughts on relationships. If you have questions or something you want to share, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. Press 1 once you get on the phone lines. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get on the phone lines, press one. So I'm going to go to the phone lines and talk with you guys. Let's see. We still got quite a bit of time. And uh, definitely I want you guys, especially if you're in the blue room, to share your thoughts. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the caller calling in, and I'm just going to jump around here. Give me one second. I'm just going to jump around here, you guys, so definitely be ready. Let's go to the caller calling in from area code 9126. 9126, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. This is Taisha. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. Okay, greetings to you, Taisha, from Savannah, Georgia. This your first time calling in? Yes, and I'm so excited I'm on. <laughs> I'm excited you're on. One day I'm going to get on Miss Blue. I'm going to get to talk to Miss Blue, and I'm on now. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect, yeah. So how well, are you enjoying, enjoying the show tonight? What did you take away? <sighs> I've been, it's so on point because I've been married for 20-something years. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And, oh. <laughs> He's been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, just like you were saying how um, you ignore a lot of things. I've had ignored a lot of things for the whole relationship until now. Mm. Um, These last years of coming into consciousness has opened my eyes to things that I'm amazed um, to see because, um, I mean, most of it is me. I I can't, I don't blame him or anything because he had trauma in his life just as I have. Um. But there's a lot of manipulation in the relationship, Um, a lot of control, Um, a lot of anger. Um, And I see the behavior that I've had in the past, the behavior that he shows me I've seen in myself as well. Uh Um. You know, um, I I I came up on this uh, narcissism, um, and it also took me back to my mother, mm. my relationship with my mother, and I've seen a lot of um, 
her behavior in me. Um, most of the things she has done, I have done the same thing, just in a different way. You know what I mean? Huh? Um, and uh, it's, I've just been very depressed, and I think I've been depressed all my life. I um, tried to find um, uh, a time where I've been happy, but I haven't been. Uh-huh. I've, I've always, always been depressed, even before this relationship. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and I mean, so, so do this, do this for me, mm-hmm. Tashia, and thank you for sharing that. You said mm-hmm. you've never been happy, um, and even prior to the relationship, you've never been happy. So when right. you first met your mate, your husband, he was never happy. You wasn't happy when you met him. And I want you to stop for a minute and be honest about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, with my, because prior to that, I was in foster care as well. I mean, even though I was with my family, um, but I want you I want you to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Were you happy when you met him? No. Okay. No, I wasn't. And you wasn't happy. And there was nothing about him that made you happy. I can't say that. I but mean, you did. Hold on. Yeah. Because right. you right. did You're say right. that. You did mm-hmm. say that. You said, I've never been happy. So the reason I want you to own your words is mm-hmm. because it'll be important for your growth. It'll be important for the decisions you make. And I really just want you to take some responsibility for you. And I understand right. that you're saying he had nothing to do with it. And I understand you're saying about your mother and how you grew up. And I don't want to d- dismiss those feelings because those right. are real impactful things in our lives, especially when we're children and we grow up right. in certain environments. These things are very impactful. But right. it is a big statement to say that you have absolutely, positively never been happy in your life. Right. That's not a true statement. And right. I want I get you to stay Yeah, I want you to stand in your truth because you'll never be able to dive deep in yourself and untangle this. You won't be able to untangle this thinking you've never been happy. Right. And so there was a time that you were happy with him, correct? Right. You're absolutely right, yes. Yes. Okay. And so... What was it about that time that made you happy? What were you feeling that made you feel happy? It's important that you recollect that for yourself, for you, for him, for the relationship that you've been in for 20 years. I understand you've come into consciousness. 
(laughs) And I'm not laughing to be facetious, but sometimes we use spirituality as an escape as well. And I want to hold you accountable for where you say you are and where your source of your power from. Otherwise, you're just replacing the pieces of this relationship fairy tale, instead of your husband, instead of your mother, instead of maybe your children, you're putting spirituality in the place. And so now you're going to step into this relationship and the cycle will begin to start repeating itself. Yeah. Right. I I completely understand. I understand. I understand. I, we get, we get along. We, we were more like friends. Um, do you have any children? Flat. Yes, we have children. Okay. So yes. I, I don't know about you, but how old are you? I'm 43. You're 43. You're, own, you're grown enough that we can have this conversation to say that this is more than just a friendship because you have children together. Right. There was right. a level of intimacy. See, we have to cut through the BS. Mm-hmm. And talk about it for real. If you want a real right. now, if you want to say, let me tell you something. I may talk mm-hmm. to you in a tone that you can begin to understand because that's just my delivery. Everything right. that I get is channeling from spirit. I'm not using right. my own personal experience because a lot right. of God's experiences I've ever had to with. I'm going to give you exactly what is coming through because it okay. may not be what you want to hear, but it is going to be what you need. And if you're open to receive that call in, if you're not, don't, because you're going right. to get that from here and you don't have to agree with it. You never have to do what I say. Everybody has their own free will. And I want you to utilize that the best of your ability. But I have a real problem. I have a real problem. And this is something personal to me. It's very hard for me to mix sugar with shit. I can't do it. I feel you. Mm-hmm. You get it? So yes. we're doing some real work here. And I'm, I'm so thankful for you calling in and to hold this space for all of us. Right? And to yes. work this through on the phone. So um, so you guys are more than friends. Even though you may have a friendship type of relationship, you're more than friends. And what I don't want you to do is you don't see too many times, Tashia, we feel mm-hmm. we have to hate wherever we came from in order to thrive where we're at. Right. A lot of us who have come from the influence of slavery, right, or right. that live live on the planet that is a melanin person in particular. I can speak to that strongly. It happens in other cultures as well, but I'm speaking to you for this because we right. were taught through our lineage To kill what is no longer in our face, we can see, and that we're not connected to. We Mm -hmm. are just relearning that we don't have to do that. Just because 
you don't feel you have a connection with Africa or just because you feel like maybe you, you don't have to hate Africa to love who you are. You don't have to hate the person you had the last relationship with in order for you to be in love and healthy in the new relationship. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that anymore. Right. Right. So, you guys aren't together. Things are going as relationships go. Good in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, you started to find out who each other really is. So you're telling me about what you found out about who the person you was really in the relationship with. And so tell me some of those qualities that you found out about the person you were really in the relationship. What are the name those qualities of what you found out? The qualities, good or bad? It's up to you because you said, I finally can see them for who they really are. Now that I'm into spirituality, that was, I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what you said. So what did you discover about them that you didn't know before? That I don't, I don't feel like, um, honestly, I don't feel like. There's love there for between us. Like I don't know how to. Yep. You feel there's no love. What else? Um, I said again. Um, manipulation. Manipulation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Those 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 two things is is. The manipulation. Yeah, you, said, and, you, you said a little mm-hmm. bit more. You named a couple of things. What was that? You don't remember? Yeah, it was anger. A lot anger. Of anger. A lot of anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so many things I I, I ignored. Um, lie, mm-hmm. lying. A lot of lying. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of lying. Um, those are those are yeah those are the biggest things. Those are the biggest things. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. let me tell you this, and then we're going to move to your question. These are all okay. the things that are coming from you. You lied when you first came on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're lying too, right? Angry, mm-hmm. you're angry too. You're angry at how your childhood was. That's why you have no. You said you felt like you'd never been happy. So yeah. you're angry too, right? Yeah. Manipulation. Yeah. You have done manipulation, but your husband, when you met him, that was your ticket out of your situation that you didn't want to be in in your life. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And you're stating now that there's no love between you. That's what you said. He's like a friend to you. Yeah. That's how so it feels. It seems like what's happening now is that you guys are just getting to 
being able to have a real holistic relationship because you are starting to see him and see yourself for who you really are. Mhm. Yeah. That's true. I, I never even well, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. You you I mean yeah. I mean some people get there in a week. It took you twenty years, no judgment. But you're there. Oh yes. So <laughs> now you're really getting ready to have capable of having a relationship if you choose. Mm-hmm. So, okay. what is your question, okay. if you have one, or what do you want to share? Because what's next? And it can't be because you're in spirituality and you're using this no. as your new boyfriend to get high and feel good about yourself and get your self-esteem up and feeling sexy and feeling intelligent and now we're going to kick the old rusty dusty to the curb because we've discovered something once again about ourselves. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I wanted to stay in a relationship anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, because I would need to work on myself. And we just had a big argument. And uh, I don't know. It's just like it's, it's, I always feel like I'm doing something wrong or I'm not doing enough. Um, or he's always. I don't want to go there, but the yeah, it's just. So have you have you attempted to have a conversation to talk about this? Because let's face it, you kept your mouth closed to not rock the boat for twenty years. So you having an argument. Mm-hmm. People have arguments all the time. It may be that you need to distance yourself. I mean, you know the relationship better than anything, but I want you to begin to see before you throw something away only to start something all over again. Right. Right. To really begin, I, I would never tell anyone to stay in a situation that is physically unhealthy for them or their children. Right. You, you know, or compromising your mental sanity. But I want right. you to understand where you are and where your power lies inside of you because you can work on yourself and be in a relationship right. at the same time. It always amazed me when people say, I'm going to quit my job and just work on spirituality and just work on myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of sounds good, but if we're multidimensional people, and we are the supreme beings on the planet. We are the shiny ones who have came back. We are the gods and goddesses walking on the physical earth. And we have power. You telling me that you can't work on yourself and be in a relationship at the same time? You can't work a job and be work on yourself? Because the truth of the matter is the illusion, right, is mm-hmm. that you're not working on yourself. You're working on yourself every single day. Yes, And now that you've woke up to the consciousness of it, 
easy to mm-hmm. say all of your problems in the world will be solved if you mm-hmm. just leave this relationship. And then you don't have to deal with that person. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is who you're really dealing with is yourself. Is me. I know. Yeah. I know. And so... Especially when you've been doing something for years. How old are your children, please? My um, youngest daughter, she's 15, 17, 20, and 22. Mm-hmm. So you got some big babies and still some at home? And mm-hmm. you're trying to tell me all of these children and y'all are just friends. <laughs> and you're trying to tell me that you've never been happy. Do you see the BS here? Do you see the lies? <laughs> You're telling me all of yeah. these beautiful babies you'd unbirthed with this man mm-hmm. that you ain't never been happy? <laughs> then, yeah. You couldn't convince Stevie Wonder that was true. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And you don't yeah. have to I put didn't even think about down. the way I said that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I want you to understand that that's what you're saying about your life. And if you look back, I'm sure everything is not bad. It's probably a lot of things you both have to work on. Because, again, you guys have been in the romance part of the relationship, good, bad, or indifferent. You were quiet because you that was how you were manipulating that passive aggressive um type of taking your love back and uh, I'm just not going to talk to you when you do something to me all of this energy and now you woke mm-hmm. up and you're ready to deal with it but I tell you love cures all mm-hmm. have the love and compassion for yourself but also have it for the man that you love in the relationship, because the truth is you love him. What you're mad at now is you can't fix him. You can't change him. You can't manipulate him to where you are now. That's what's pissing you off about the relationship. And you've been mm-hmm. silent so long. Men are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. That in his he thinking you ain't been saying shit, don't say shit now. And that's all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, now you yeah. want to come with this newfound spiritual yeah. consciousness, and now yeah. you got everything figured out, and all the shit is his fault. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. And I heard you use the term. You said he's a narcissistic. Everybody has narcissistic traits. Right. I'm not so a, a clinical. <laughs> I'm not a clinical psychiatrist, even though I studied it. But once I got into it, I realized that loophole does not get us out yeah. of where we need to be. And so yeah. I don't mean to make light of that profession because I have so many sisters and brothers part of Planet Remix, and they are doing just work in that field of what we call um, academic psychology. Mm-hmm. However, you went online and you found a definition and you threw his ass in there, but what you forgot is you got to throw you in there too. I the did. relationship consists of both people. Yeah. Yeah, I did. 
I did. Trust me, I'm not. I, I'm not blaming him for everything because I know me. Oh, I know okay. me. I, I don't know me completely. I'm not saying I do, but I've. I've oh, you, 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 you're getting to I've, know it's you. It's just playing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> right. So but I, what I, I want I, you yeah. or would suggest that you entertain a little bit more mm-hmm. is how can you be open to whole space? I mean, it only took you 20 years. Maybe it'll take him 25 and or 22 because you got to know as much as long as you waited, he's waited for you. You telling me you woke up yesterday and now you expect him to catch up? No, but he kind of brought me into it too. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of stayed together, but I just that's right. You can do that through love. Not through judgment, not through blame, and not through your own pain. And then you can make a healthy decision for yourself and your children that are still living at home. But coming in the way you're coming in, uh, it's just probably not going to work out like you think. If you think the way you came in. Yeah. So it's Mm -hmm. a great reflection. I say... Give them some love. Sit down and have an honest conversation when the time is right. And maybe it won't be today, tomorrow, or next week. But you can slowly begin to start integrating those things you want to see in him. You can start consistently showing them within yourself. And then you can Mm -hmm. sit down and you can have a loving conversation about how you feel when you begin to start recognizing and living from the inside out and not trying to fix change or manipulate or, (laughs) you know, all these other things that you've come up with. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. I thank Thank you so much. Very powerful, and I thank you for coming on and uh, sending you all the love and success, you know, in that relationship. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace and love. Peace and love. Beautiful. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 3479. 3479, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello? Hello? Yes, can you hear me? I cannot. It kind of sounds like you're talking uh, in a tin can. Hello, can you hear me now? I can. Greetings, who's on the line? Yes, this is Nasaj from New York. Okay, greetings to you. You said Nasaj? Mm-hmm. Okay, Nasaj. I love that name. Where, where, what does your name mean, and what's the origin of it? Um, the origin, yeah, I don't really have the mm-hmm. resource. I mean, the I don't know what's the origin because it was a name given to me a couple of years ago. Oh, it was given to you. Okay, all right. I like it though, mm-hmm. Nasaj. Yes, Nasaj, mm-hmm. are you listening? Have you been listening to the show? Yeah, I've been um very avid to Planet Remix and 
I came across it a couple months ago, and wow, I feel very relieved and like because I was <laughs> determined. I like I need to get on. <clears throat> Aww. Mhm. Yeah. <clears throat> and everything that has been sp- uh, spoken on the Blue Room and you guys, yeah, it's been spot on. Okay. Well, beautiful, beautiful. So, what is so for you, Nasaj? What is what? What's so for you? What's your? Do you have a question? You want to share a thought? Mm, I have so many thoughts, but I'll keep it brief. With I have a question uh, regarding. I guess if you could just uh, read my energy, or um, uh-huh. I guess I have I have an intention with like a question regarding any spirit guide trying to. Yeah. Okay. So you want to know about your spirit guides, how many spirit guides you have with you, and um, you want to know how many <laughs> you want to know how many spirit guides you have with you, and 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 who the spirit guide is. Let's take a look, massage. Okay, massage. You have a total of six spirit guides that are with you. Of your six spirit guides that are with you, five of them are women, and one of them is a man. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Nice. Five are women and one is a man. And interesting enough, you must be pretty close or was pretty close to your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the spirit gods are, is 88 years old. And I think the youngest one is 15 years old. So I know some things happen when you were 15 years old, but let's take a look and see who's going to step up and who's going to come to the front. All right, massage. Okay, so the spirit guide that actually stepped up to the front is a male, is your one male spirit guide that you have stepped up and came to the front Um, and actually he lived in the UK or what we call the UK as of this day Um, he lived in you said it was one spirit male and you just said she but you meant he right no he lives he he okay okay yeah yeah you still with me Mm-hmm. I'm totally with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he lived in the UK, and his profession is that he was a professor of exams. He gave exam, examinations. That was like a big thing for him, for his students. He wanted to make sure that they understood what he was teaching. And one of the main subjects that he used to teach was um, language. He taught language and he taught history. And um, that was his big thing. Like he would give an exam every single day. And he was one of the toughest professors at the university. So why would he step forward for you, massage. Um, maybe because I'm sitting down in my little room, writing everything down that comes to my head. <laughs> I have like, I got three notebooks, a glass of water, well, a jar of water. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> is true. 
but the other reason he is here because he understood exams as being an opportunity for self-examination, to be introspective in your life. And he's showing up because he knows that there is this desperate need for you to really to prove to yourself and to overcome this heart-wrenching, because I see it heart-wrenching for you, fear of failure. And that's your biggest fear, is to become a failure, is to not succeed, is to let the people around you down. Can I ask a question? Of course. Did did um uh did this did the students of this of of the man of the professor did they like uh, enjoy the class or did they dread each exam? A lot of them really dreaded his class. They knew he was the top professor at the university. Some came for the challenge, others because they could not avoid the class. They needed it for graduation. They had no choice if they wanted to graduate. The difference is, for you, he tells me, that not too long ago, I want to say last year, you gave yourself no choice that you were going to succeed at the things that you wanted to accomplish. And that's how you called him in. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, so, um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. I live in New York, and, you know, New York is, at, at this point, it's a whirlwind. It's his own world and a lot of things yeah. going on, as usual. I'm but from Brooklyn. Now, yeah. Now, yeah, and especially with the the western the western side of the world, but especially the eastern um, hemisphere, um, yeah, experiencing a lot of cold and Ever since yeah. I came across um, Planet Remix and, you know, just doing my research and inner work, I've been going through the downloads and just, yeah. And around that time last year, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't listening. Um, like, I started listening around October, uh, mm. and the first episode caught me with you and Brother Bilal with 27 Wolves. And 27 has oh. always been my favorite number. Wow. And, and honestly, I could say I've, I've been listening to, like, at least 27 or more, like, downloads just kind of, like, in my own time. I'd be having my own little... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is it that you're attempting to achieve? Um, to heal thyself. Mm-hmm. To heal uh, yourself mentally, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, and spiritually. So of. that you can do what? 
so I can um do music. Well, I'm, I am doing music. Yeah. Um, so I can execute all this music, and I go by three two seven. Okay. And that's how, and that's how most people know me by. And um, this music. Are you a producer? No, I sing, songwrite. You, uh, you sing. I'm getting into producing. Yeah, I do a lot of things. Anything uh-huh. I can put my hand on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I like to... Uh, what I like to do? I like to put uh, history and love between my music in a good oh, way. Oh, wow. Okay, so not well... Really- so when people ask me what genre is, it's just good music. So. so basically, this is you teaching and sharing your gifts with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like singing something for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right. Right now, I just felt like I was, um, you know, how they have in the religions that you could just speak with like the Pope and like or whoever and you be yeah. yep. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> in my living room. It's okay. I, <laughs> I right. won't I won't put you on the spot then if if, if you if you don't I, mean, I have I have I have music. No, no, it's not really the spot, it's just like you woke me up like whoop now I'm back at church. Um <laughs> uh, Alright, so I could sing this song. It's called Grateful. Uh, I have to record it soon. Um Okay. Um, let me see. All right, because I don't have the instrument or anything. But let me see. All right. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to the things that I've been doing. Show me what I've been doing. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to the God that is above. It's shown me tons of love. I just want to say one thing to you. Cause if you don't know by now, stay true and do you, yeah. I just wanna say one thing, one thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Hey. Come on. Things that I've been doing, show me what I've been doing. Grateful, yeah, grateful to the God that is above. It show me tons of love. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, Nisaj. Um, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> you have to yes, definitely once you record it. You know, come back, have, especially when we have open mic and uh, yeah, yeah. I have I have uh, one thing to say about you. You're a great DJ. Keep doing what you do with music. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank uh, you. I got a little, I got a little skills on the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, yeah. I have music that I actually release because um I just you know as life goes on. You have a lot of transformations and all that, and yeah. I released mu I released music everywhere on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Okay, well, give, give your handle out so people can find you and uh, yeah. go check out check you out. Yeah, just 
Just put those three numbers, 327, and you'll be there. You'll be locked in. 327, you'll, you'll be locked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all it is. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. So those are your spirit guides. Start to work with them. Obviously, we've already made a connection with the uh, professor that's there. And uh, thanks so much for calling in. Hold the line. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. I like that. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 619-6193. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi. I'm calling from Virginia. Okay. Greetings. Who's on the line? Um, Diana. Okay, greetings to you, Deanna, calling in from the VA, the Virginia Mm -hmm. area. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um, Everything that you um, were just talking about, like relationships, intimacy, all that is definitely true. Like, you know, I'm having some issues um, in my marriage right now. And uh, it's terrible. Um, but it seems as though, like I said, um, he wants to work it out. And I don't know why. Um, because, you know, it's, it's a lot. So, <clears throat> but I, I don't know. I, 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 my, I'm having a hard time. Before I found out his infidelity, so that's what he did. He was cheating um, while he was away at work um, in another state. And I found out, we got married in 2012. Um, I found mm-hmm. out that he cheated in 2015 with a coworker and a whole lot of people on chat lines, dating sites, and then also in 2018 with multiple people. And it was horrible. I got pictures mm-hmm. sent to me. And um, but before I found out, um, I think he had just stopped talking to one of them, um, just you know, via Snapchat, whatever. Um, and I don't know if he had some type of connection with her, um, more than so than the others. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to do at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, with him. And so, um, have you had a conversation? With him about it? Oh, we've had arguments, conversations. I was about to get divorced. We're going to counseling. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, we were married in 2012, but before that, you know, he was doing the same stuff. Before you were married to him. Before you were married, he was already seeing multiple people and cheating. No, no. Okay. Before he was, before we were married, yes, uh, we've been together since we were sixteen. Okay, so wait a minute. You said no, but then you said yes. So is it yes? yes. He yes. was doing it before yes. or no? Not multiple people, but yes, as we were coming up from being teenagers on up until now. Um, but from teen, teens until, like, you know, when we got married in 2012, mm-hmm. before that, he has, I guess he was talking or he had cheated. So mm-hmm. um, that was prior to us getting married. 
Okay, we got <laughs> married. Um, I'm thinking I'm living my life like, you know, um, you know, we were having bad issues, you know, um before he left but <clears throat> to go work but when you I'm say when you say um and I don't mean to interrupt, I just no, wanna understand. When you say when you say you guys were having bad issues, what does that mean? I, I don't we were just not getting along, like Mm-hmm. You know, we were just not getting along. Usually it is something with a female or something like that. But he swears up and down that at that point in our life, I, it wasn't, I think he was depressed. I'm thinking he was, he's depressed. You know, um, a lot of stuff was going on financially with us before he left. That's why he left to go work to, you know, make our life better. But he went out there and had a ball. You know what I mean? While I'm sitting here, I'm like trying to transition over from being a business owner to a, a person working for someone, which made our income kind of crazy, but he was making right. money, you know. So, yeah. Um, but he, everything so, was so is spirit, this about the money? Is, is, is this about the money or? This is about our intimate, this is about our relationship, uh, you know, okay. for me and Do him. me a favor, Dion. Do do me a favor, because it sounds like you're moving around a lot, which you are. I, I want you to be real still, still so you can stay close to your your phone oh, so I'm we sorry. can hear you. That's okay, because you're kind of fading in and out, and I want to make sure that everybody gets to hear you. So I'm, okay. So I'm following along. So at first you thought he was depressed because you guys were having financial issues. Um, so he was, um, was having these relationships once he, you, he left, he got a job and went out of town and um, he no, was no, having. No, no, no. no he <laughs> actually, okay. So <clears throat> he actually went out of town in 2015 um, mm-hmm. And he cheated with a coworker, and he was on chat line. Um, and then he would actually call me sometimes, crying. Like I'm like, what's wrong? You know, what's going on with you? You know, it's okay. You're like I miss y'all. You know, but I now I'm thinking I know what it is. It was guilt. Okay, so he came back home. We bought a home. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what, Dion? You did not say he called you crying. Yeah, he he would do that sometimes. You know, because. He he travels sometimes, you know, with his job. So you know, he'll you know, okay. and he he he's an alcoholic also. So oh, um, but, okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. That's making more yeah. sense. Okay, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. He's an alcoholic, and um, so, <clears throat> but you know, and then in 2018, I had no idea all this stuff was going on. I just found out three or four so, months so, ago. So stop, stop, stop there for a second. The fact that he was an alcoholic and the fact that he had cheated prior and you knew that things were not great and your words and you knew that he was somewhat depressed what did you think was going to happen? Um, I mean, this, I mean, that, okay. So maybe I may have get, gotten the chain of events wrong or misunderstood. Um, what, once I found out that he was depressed, we were already in our home. 
you know, okay. once I, once right. I, once I, but you like with realize, him since you've been 16. So I, I imagine when y'all were 15, 16, he wasn't an alcoholic then, was he? Well, um, I mean, you know, when you're young, you know, you smoke weed, you drink, and so, um, it so, gradually so, but, grew. But just it, answer it the question. Was he it, an alcoholic then? Well, we were young, so I can't recognize. No, no, no. But but take the age out. It's a it's a real. It's I promise you, Dion. It's not a trick question. I promise no, no, you. No, no. I'm, I'm 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 being honest with you because I called you. You know what I mean. So I'm being honest with you. Um, at 16, I I had no idea about alcoholism. You know what I mean. Okay. So I can't you just like, you just knew he used to drink, things. and you used to drink. We all, yeah, as kids, we you experiment, you you know. Okay, so um, so that's cool. Weed. That's cool. Then that's the answer. Both of y'all were doing these things. Okay, we 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 got. I got that story. Let's keep going. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, at nineteen we had a baby and we kept going, and I I I was on a struggle. I was on a mission to make my life better. So, and then okay. we got you had and the then, baby you know, at nineteen. Yep, had a baby at 19, then I had another one at 22. Yep. yep. Okay. Well, congratulations. Yeah, now they're older, so, and we're, I'm blessed to have them, like, you know, yeah. be great kids. Be yes. great kids. They are, they're great kids. But as far as their father, you know, um, um, I recognize now that while, you know, when we bought our home, the issue is, like, he would go into depression. I think he's a narcissist. Look like your last caller. I really this is, is you know that word narcissistic. Stistic, I I guess I never researched it. You know. To, to, so, but 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 hold on a second. Okay, you guys have been together since you've been fifteen. So, how long have you been together to date? Mm. You don't know. Years. 20-something years. He keeps up with that. He keeps up with that stuff. Goes, he said 22 years, and we've been married for seven. Um, okay, so you've been together 22 years, and you've been married for seven years. And you say once you guys entered into the commitment to buy right. a house, he started to get depressed. No, once we entered in the commitment in um yes i would say in 2015 when all of the things was you know he he was out of town the first time that he ever did that you know cheated on me while we were married see when you get married but, you gotta, but, you but, know, but wait a minute so let me ask you a question it was okay if he cheated on you before you were married because y'all wasn't committed to each other no because you just that. said I, you I said, I said, and I was about to say, I was about to end it with, um, when you're when you decide to enter into marriage, then you have to you have to look forward. You can't look back at the things that was done. So that's what we were doing. Oh, and really? So, yeah. I need to know what, what school's was. teaching this shit, cause that's some BS. But anywho, <laughs> that's some BS. I mean, because you are who you are before you get a marriage. It's just a piece of paper. It, it enters into a vow and a commitment. I'm not trying to take away its legitimacy of that. But, I mean, before you, what's supposed to bring you to the point, I thought, 
to marriage was people who were committed and wanted to take that that serious commitment, that sacredness to another level. But if we're already cheating and doing this prior, then we did take it to another level. Well, at that point when we decided to get married, everything changed for us. Um, okay. We were, okay. We, we, Fair we enough. We made that decision. And, right. So um, you both, you know, listen. Enough of the foolishness. We, we're gonna come together. And we're gonna do this thing right. Yeah. Mhm. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So, All right. You know, yeah. Right. So, um, you know, we just. Uh, Decided to, um, you know, we everything was going well. I mean, he he would, that was his first trip going out of town when we decided to get married. Um, I knew he was faithful then, and um, you know, we moved to a new home. Uh, yeah. We, you know, I opened a business. It was great. You know, until he, he moved. It was great until and you know until we moved to 2015, and that's what it like the connection kind of broke because that's what I knew now. That's what he would he did. Um, and mm-hmm. then he, so he 2015 is when you guys really started to get to see each other for who you really were. 2015, um, no, I'm and and what's crazy is that this is what I'm. This is not. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I've been blindsided. I feel like by my my life because I feel like that. Um. I have been living my life um, mm-hmm. in my truth, and I feel like now that I'm, you know how you re- when something happens, you replay everything back like you know, right? Yeah, this is what was going on. This is what happened. This is what happened. So I can literally see where our breakdown went. Went. I, I can see he was telling the truth about when the first time he did that, cheated. You know, while we were married. And so, uh, right, because we're not counting before you guys got married, but when you guys right. got married, when he went out of town, that was the first time that he cheated. Okay, so let's go past that. So that was the first time he cheated, and then, okay, so we fast forward to 2018, where he went out and did everything he wanted to do, and so when, so when he came back um, home. Um, everything was okay. Like it was great. I lost, um, I closed my business down and, um, and got a job, lost the job. Why did you close the business? So we can have balance in our life because, you know, owning the business is up and down, back and forth. And I own a, I own a busy, busy business. And I just, it was a lot going on. So, so wait a minute. So the business was not successful. Well, the business was successful. It was just a headache. Mm-mm. No, I was, it, you know, it was a headache. I didn't put, I couldn't put all everything. I, I didn't, I lost passion for it. And so, okay, that's, so, that's, so, so did you close it down? Because it, here's the, here's the thing, because I, I, I want you to stand in honesty because it's really going to help you with the breakthrough because no one closes a business in most cases, that is bribing, that is very successful. Hmm. That well, actually, right, yeah. and uh, my, my body's breaking down. I've been doing this since I met him. And so my body's breaking down. That's number one. 
Number two, so you've been I'm doing, what, hold on a second. What kind of business was it that you were doing since you were 15? Um, a salon. Okay. I so you, you're, a salon. You're, you're, and I want to say the proper term, you're um, a, a hairstylist, a, a cosmetologist. There you go. Um, shouts out to all my cosmetologists, girl. Keep a sister looking mm-hmm. right. Okay. So you're a cosmetologist, but you were very tired. Of the business, yes, because business and your business, it was draining me. But I don't, it was draining me. And like I said before, you remember when I said that when you look mm-hmm. back at things, right? Um, it was draining me because of my family was draining me, you know. Gotcha. Um, and so, and also, um, my body was breaking down, and I, and then I was just tired of the people, and I was just tired, you know. I've been doing this all my mm-hmm. life. I need right. something new. And you wanted to and do I something was, different. You wanted right. to change. Okay. Right. So, All right. And that was and a so transition you, for our family. And so, so you closed you know, the business down and became a stay-at-home mom. I closed the business down and I went to work. Wait, I'm confused. You closed the business down and then what did you go do? I went to get a job. Doing was, uh, what, working. may I ask? Um, I was a, actually I had a, uh, working with military. So you right, closed the business down and you went mm-hmm. and got a government job. Okay. I sure All did. Right. I just wanted to be, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be clear because <laughs> I know you said you were tired and that, right. you know, it was raining and it was a stress on family. So I thought maybe you closed the right. business down and you would be home with the children and the family, no but no, way. you went, no. Okay. She says, no way. All right. Let's keep going. No so way. you go get a no job. Way. And meanwhile, your, your man is doing what? Um, he's, um, oh, he, well, we are, um, you know, he's, he's like still going supporting. in and out of town. No, he's supportive. He wants to, okay, at this point, you know, he's like, okay, find a job. You know, we were rocky a little bit, just going through, like, financial because, that you know, closing the business down, you know, that that's taking a lot of my money away. Um, but, right. Um, so he had to go out of town to kind of, like, you know, make sure we were okay. Um I got a job while he was out. Well, yeah, I got the job while he was away. Um, yes. We talked about the transition of everything. Um, Did he, y'all talk about he, this cheating thing from 2000? Like, what was the resolution for that? I had no idea about any of this. I'm just finding out all of this stuff. Oh, so months, you're finding out ago. in 2018 that he also cheated in 2015. I found out in 2019 that he cheated in 2018 and 2015. Because he told you? Because I found out through his phone. No, no, no. Let me, let me, I want to hit a pause button. Both. Okay. Because please don't tell me you found out through a phone. Yeah. Make sure. Okay. Well, but he told you. No. I found out through the phone first, and then he had no other choice. And but well, there's always gradually... a choice, sweetie. There's always a okay, choice, well, but but he did admit to, yes, 
I had yes. an, uh, a affair in 2015, and mm-hmm. yes, I had an affair in 2018. Well, after I found out about everything on the phone, you contacted the women. Kind of like I did. Oh, and, and what uh, did they tell you? Let's hear this. What did they tell you? Okay. Well, I, well, you know, they just, you know, some of them denied it, and some of them, well, some of them denied it, then came back that, you know, oh, wait a minute, yeah, we did, this. you know, it was just a lot of mess, you know. They were actually mm-hmm. telling the truth, and um, because they were telling the truth because. Because you believe they were telling the truth? I believe they were telling the truth because of the text messages and because of what I researched before I came to him. And he had, mm-hmm. you know, he, okay, so he didn't, we, we went through a rift. Like he was, you know, he didn't deny anything, but he was embarrassed. It's like, you know, we, it's, it's terrible. Did he cry house, again? You know, he, he, um, he was very, um, um, he was just, he couldn't look at me and he was very, um, like, oh my gosh, like, I cannot believe I let you found out about this stuff. Like you're going to leave, like, I cannot believe this, like, you know, and that's how bad everything is. Like, that's how terrible okay. it was. And so, and so, now, so let me, back. let me, let me ask you why. And, and this is just a question. Why didn't you just leave at that point? I actually, because the only reason why I did not is because I was in shock. And I still am. There's only Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's but you left your one. job because your job was wearing you down and you were tired. So you know how to leave things. Right in a in a um, so you were your reasoning for not leaving the relationship, and I'm not saying you you should or shouldn't. I think it's because you were in shock. Every adult, uh, I mean, a a a reasonable sane person, um, know the knows the difference between you know okay making a decision. In you know a uh, calculated decision in leaving a, a position, or you know it was calculated. That was calculated. This was is a, a blindsided slap in the face. Where did where did this stuff come from? So when you're okay. in shock, so, you know so, you're so listen actually to me. like listen what is to going me. on? So you're in shock, and what is it that you want now? Okay. Well, I'm not saying you should have left or should have stayed. I'm just having you explain what happened. So you were in shock. So now you find out your worst fear that all of this is true. It's real. It's real. It's raw. He sat me down and, and said, he sat me down and said, because my mom was, was like, you know, don't, you know, Give her what I, I I don't think that you know that she should know what you were doing details but whatever she's asking give her if you love her and you want your wife and you want to work this out and you 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 acting like you want your family 
give her what she wants. And so I, we were about to go what to the store What did you want to know? You wanted to know and blow by blow. Why you do like what, what was going on? Like I can't even I can't even recall and recite everything that I wanted right. to know. But he answered them, and so, and but he kept some of it away. So you know, don't give me a little bit. Of, you know everything I'm asking, and then leave everything. So, so you know, what would that? Out. Let me let me ask you a question. What would it have done for you if you heard um, everything? Because it keeps you single. About everything. Hold it on a second. Hold on. Hold hold on a second. But you're not in the dark. But what would it have done for you to hear every single detail? Because he had already um, admitted to that he was with these women. You already the one they told you they were with him. So what more were you searching for to know? Are you still with us? Mm-hmm. I think the call might have dropped. She's still on the line, but I can't hear her. I really want to know this story. I really want to hear. But um, if you're still there, call back in, which I don't think you'll get to call back in because we're in the after hours. But um, I can still see you on the line, 6193, the sister. Um, But we're going to – I'm going to mute your mic. Hopefully – You'll still be there, and uh, I'll come back to you. 6193, are you still there? Okay, maybe she needs a minute. Seems very, very interesting. I I would love to hear where she is, and that has to be tough to be in that kind of shock. Let's go to the next caller, 4092. 4092? You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, Ms. Blue. This is Tirza. I'm calling from Beaumont, Texas. Okay, greetings. What's your name? Tirza. Tirza. Greetings, Tirza, from Beaumont, Texas. This your first time calling in? <clears throat> no, ma'am. It's, okay. Uh, Can you come a little closer? All of y'all sound like y'all are far away, and it could be on my end, so please forgive yeah. No, that was my headset. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I want to see about my marriage. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm having a moment, but at the same time, um, I feel like I'm overly understanding about, well, I don't think that's possible, but towards my husband in this situation um, regarding like his citizenship and things and sometimes it he's like preoccupied with a lot of stuff and I'm wondering if I'm being compassionate enough So you want to know if you're being compassionate enough? Is that what you're saying? You're kind of going in and out. Yeah. Yes. Yes ma'am. Mm-hmm. So 
Because the way we communicate sometimes is Here's the thing. I, I, yeah, we we really have a big communication problem, and one of the reasons we do, and this is this is for all of us, because we don't know how to talk to ourselves. So it's real hard mm-hmm. when we don't have good communication with ourselves to have a communication with the person we're in a relationship with, mm-hmm. and especially when everyone wants to be heard. And, you know, for, for, for us women, us sisters, when we've been in relationships and we have been quiet and kept our mouths closed for so long, and then all of a sudden one day we want to open up our mouths, we want the whole world to change. Because suddenly we've come into a new sense of awareness of who we are. And this is why I'm always going to stand by this. My priestess know this. You guys in Self-Invested and definitely you guys here on on Planet Remix know this as well. That's why the greatest thing that you can do is to really get to know yourself. Because we're looking for to respond to us as we would respond to ourselves. And the truth is, we don't even have the guts to respond to ourselves the way that we want the world to respond to us. We don't want anyone to criticize us. We don't want no one to tell us that we're doing shit wrong. We don't want anyone to say anything to us other than they love us, we look good, and what they want from us. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, when something happened or something goes wrong, no one knows why. No one has a clue. How could it possibly happen? This just came out of nowhere. When the signs were right there in front of our face from the very beginning, but we chose to ignore it. Because of the fears and the insecurities that we were holding inside of ourselves that we didn't want to deal with. You know, I, that that is very true in the way I view things now. Um, because a lot of the issues we had beginning in our marriage was about a lot of insecurities I've had. And the more I've, you know, tried to become, not tried, but the more I get come into myself, you know, I'm able to stop. Like when he's telling me something, I can say, well, why does this make me feel this way? Like, That's okay, right. I recognized it, you know, I recognized it. I'll hold on to it. And now I'll tell myself, now listen to what he's telling you. Right. You know, and, you know, knowing each other and the background of him in the situation, you know. I can't hear you, sweetie. Yes, ma'am. How about now? Yeah, you faded out for a second. You said knowing his background and the situation. Yes, it's, um, you know, always pull back a little bit to, you know, just to observe and, you know, not always to respond. And, um, you know, I know it's going to take time, especially knowing that he sat patiently while I had what I was your issues exactly you know moon child soul said something he said love isn't a business love isn't a business but relationships are 
Yeah. <laughs> Relationship is a business. Love isn't. That's why I say, what does love got to do with it? You can love a whole lot of people. Doesn't mean that you have to be in a relationship with them or not. But when in a relationship that is filled with intimacy, which is expression of the love, it brings a certain level of compassion to that relationship. And I hear what you're saying, and sisters, we carry a lot of that burden when it comes to relationships or those of us, uh, you know, who, who play or in that role of the woman in the relationship. And brothers, you got to get out of projecting your dominance through humiliation and believing or making the person you're with because of your own lack of self-esteem you attempt to take away everyone else's self-esteem, women and the children that are around you. And this is and why, like. yeah, in a relationship, you've got to be able to have a real and honest conversation, an adult conversation, not this surface-level BS. And you have to do it with love. And sometimes that conversation may not go the way you think it needs to go. But little by little, you can start owning who you are and speaking up for who you are. And saying, I understand you feel that way, but I don't. And it's okay that you feel that way. But what you're not going to win in a relationship with a man is you're not going to out-dominate him because he will physically and mentally destroy you, most men, before he does that, or they will walk away, or they will be cheating on you the whole time. Yeah, I don't feel that Infidelity has been an issue. Like I don't think. Well, neither it. did the first caller. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is to be open to receive, because all of these insecurities are coming up inside of you because of things you haven't dealt with inside of yourself. Relationships doesn't mean that you don't have arguments, that you don't have disagreements. That, I I don't understand how elementary and sensitive we can be if you think that you can have a friendship, a relationship, and never disagree on anything and never have an argument. An argument doesn't mean it's over. Our argument should understand that we've got passion about how we feel about something. And let me see how I can hear the other person out and see where I stand with it. And we can come back and have this conversation at another day and another time. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. And it's not about who is holding who back. 
the intimacy in a relationship also connects with another part of that, and that has to do with the agreement of the commitment. And if you get into a relationship with a man and you understand that that agreement means he tells you when to get up, when to go to sleep, when to eat, when to walk, when to think, when not what to wear, what not to wear, who you can talk to and where you can go, and you agree with it, that is nobody's business but yours relationship you're in. Now, if you wake up one day and all of a sudden you have this ding, light bulb come on that you don't want to do that anymore, and you think it's going to be very easy to tell the person who you pretended to be that you are no longer that person you were pretending to be, and now you want to be who you are since you found out that he's full of shit. The truth is, you're both full of shit. And this is a chance for y'all to finally get together and have a real relationship based on who you see each other as and you can see each other for who you really are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and begin to start working on yourselves and to grow together. And that happens. Like we're at that fertile, that fertile state. No. Yeah. Like so the opposition is not, don't away. talk to me like that. I don't like when you do that. The honest thing is, you know, there was a time in my life when I really loved that and I needed that. But I think I need something a little different because I'm learning more about mm-hmm. myself. If you were to have that kind of conversation, he mm-hmm. would listen. But to now all of a sudden to say that I'm going to make you the bad guy. When I created you, I created you because I was looking for a savior. And you said, I will save you, but here are the rules. And you said, okay, I will follow your rules because I'm in this position and this is what I want. He needed it for his ego and you needed it for your survival. And you two found love in the midst of that. The love is real, but showing all who you are is not. So now you two have finally come together, and you are showing yourselves for who you are. That's something to celebrate. That's something to say, you know, I really thought that I enjoyed going to sleep when you told me it's time to go to bed but I'm learning different things about myself and I want to share them with you. When you are secure about who you are, then you can express that. And if your man is insecure, then you have to have compassion to help build up that insecurity because you once had it. Right. So it doesn't mean to throw the whole relate. No one wants to have arguments. No one wants to have disagreements. These things are very hurtful. They're very emotional, not just for women, but also for men. Men respond to their pain very different than women respond. We'll go home and we'll cry and, and we'll do that. A man will go out and probably sleep with 30 women because he's in pain. Mm-hmm. 
that's not all men, but that is some. Right. Some form and then come back you. home and tell you they don't mean anything to him. And probably in his mind, he's telling the truth. And then mm-hmm. there are some women who would do the same thing, vice versa. People deal with their pain, they deal with their insecurities, and they deal with their fears and things they don't want to face differently. But the solution is not always throwing the other person away or blaming them for taking away your freedom or attempting to change you. Anytime you hear those two words, you are dealing with insecurity. When you think the person you're with is trying to change you, insecurity within yourself. When you think the person you're with is trying to fix you, insecurity within yourself. When you think the person you're with is attempting to manipulate you, insecurities within yourself. Now, I know you don't want to hear that, and I know some of y'all don't agree, and I'm okay with that because you get to live it. And then once you understand that these fears are coming from you, then you can make a healthy decision, a holistic decision for your relationship, and we have to grow up. Because you have to be grown to have a relationship because you need tolerance. Compassion is not for the weak heart. It's not for the bitch assness. No. (laughs) You got to be able to have compassion and hold space and room. It may be a phase where you're, the person you're with is learning something about themselves and it's a very tough lesson. And then vice versa, it may be time that they have to hold space for you. We are so not tolerant for people because the truth is we are entering into relationships so we don't have to deal with our own shit. And the moment you show up with the same bullshit that we're dealing with, we don't want nothing to do with you. We're looking for someone who is dumb, clueless, and and, and don't have a clue about life and what is going on so we can project all of our insecurities, our fears, and everything else, our controlling, manipulating ways onto them so we can have do everything that we wish of them. And the moment... The moment they dare speak up for themselves, the moment they dare show that they have any kind of inkling on their own, then that's when it all starts. We start to withdraw all of our love. We become emotionally unavailable. We stop supporting all of that. Uh Uh-huh. We suddenly find out that they are the problem. At one time, they were the solution to everything, but now they are the reason our lives have gone from sugar to shit. It is their fault. It is all their fault why all the things in the world have gone wrong. And we try our best, women, to leave them. Men, we try our best. You men try your best to destroy them, or some men will try to run and hide. Right. 
And we go look for the next person to start this madness all over. And all of that that we built over there, that whole beautiful kingdom with two, three children, we push that shit to the wayside. And we go on to the next and on to the next and on to the next and on to the next. Every time affirming to ourselves in the world, I'll never do that again. I'll never go back over there. I'll never deal with no one like that. I'll never be with anyone like that person. Oh, for me, what I what I what I've come to realize is that to become more grateful, and I'm and I have been because uh-huh. to have that tightness in my heart would also put a blind in my own eye on what's real. And when I drop down into myself, you know, I can uh-huh. I can see the benefit of the arguments and the friction. How else are we going to grow if, you know, that's not brought to surface? And so, Just make sure um, that you are growing. Right. Make sure you're growing. Growing is not about being tolerant to someone abusing you. That's not growth. Growing is having a level of divine wisdom that is taking place and you understanding the things inside of you of what is triggering you and allowing you to feel this way. And knowing the role that you're playing in this and how you can begin to start expressing yourself so that you both can create a very new, a very unique, and a very different expression of the situations and obstacles and challenges that you are facing as two thriving, loving beings in a committed relationship with each other. I'm not talking about arguing for the sake of fucking arguing. I'm talking about real soul level growth. Yeah. So as long as you do that, you're good. Be frustrated. I'm with you on Be frustrated. <laughs> be mad. Be angry. All of those things are okay to do in a relationship. Just don't project it on to the other person before you check yourself with it. And then work towards finding a new solution. And then allow the other people to express who they are. You know when it's something you can no longer live with. But allow them. Because somebody thinks different and they don't agree with you and they're angry, that's okay. That's when you say, but be honest. I'm going to distance myself away from you for a minute because I don't like the way you're treating me. I don't That's deserve it. I haven't, I haven't 
spoken of. Um, right, because you're keeping it all something. inside. You're keeping it all inside. And I, like, watched my body. Um, he came home and was doing homework with our oldest, and um, I was preparing the little injera for for our dinner. And I and I just was thinking, like, usually I make this, you know, good. You know, I'm home by myself, and I make it good. And, like, I'm not messing it up. It's not too thick. It's not like that. But, like, you know, as he came home and he was doing the homework with him, like, my, I just, like, my head started shaking while I was making it. Like, I was like, why do I feel that way? Like, why do I feel nervous? Oh, you already know like, why you feel nervous. How was he working with the child, with your children? How was he working with your son? That depends on days. Um, most times it's impatient, and um, he stands over him when he does homework. And, you know, I pulled him aside, and I touched his head, and I said, hey, um, you know, I would, you know, I think it would be best if, you know, you said, down with him, you know, just sit next to him so he would feel that y'all are on the same level and he won't be nervous when you're doing homework with him. And he was like, what are you talking about? Why are you being weird? And I said, I'm not. Exactly. I'm say you, know why that, he's, you know why he's saying that to you? Because I've never spoke to him. Because you've never way. said anything and you don't have one of the men where you can just tell him what to do. And you are know that. And you're much smarter than that. So what you say is, come in here, I want to tell you something real quick. And you change the subject. And you let him know how thankful you are that he went to work. He's taking care of his family. Because there's so many men that are not taking care of their family. Not because they don't want to all the time. Because they just don't have the means to. And that he's even willing to come home and work with his son. And you can tell how much he loves you and how much he loves your son. And let him know sometimes your presence is so strong. Because men egos have to be stroked. I don't care what they say. (laughs) And then you say, honey, why don't you sit down? Let me get you something to drink while you're helping him with his homework. But to think that you got a man with his personality and the agreement you two entered under. Mm -hmm. And now that you're learning more about yourself, you have to begin to start using your wisdom. That you just going to tell him. Why don't you sit your black ass down and stop standing <laughs> over him, making his ass nervous and making me nervous? That is not going to work. So that's the compassion. Well, and it may not always be was, right. I was thinking but, I approached that much more gentle than, I mean, I didn't have an attitude or anything, but. You I don't have you, to, you know, because the adjustment it doesn't matter. The way you, the presentation. That's right. It's just what you said. Because most men 
take things literal. Mm. Contrary to popular belief, it takes a lot to bring out that softer side. Especially when you've been working and you've been doing a whole lot of shit out in the world and then you got to come home. So be patient with yourself and patient with him and know who you're dealing with. Right. <laughs> you understand? Know who you're dealing with. Right. And then love yourself you. through the process. That's not you compromising. That's you loving yourself through the process in the relationship that you are willing to create soul intimacy in. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ms. Bill. You're welcome. I thank you so much for coming on. So, you know, you're doing an amazing job. And, you know, we have those rough days in relationships. If you got a relationship that is all surface and you can never go deep, don't let a challenge hit you because they're going to go ghost on you when you need them most. They're going to act like they don't know what's going on. You want somebody that's going to be beside you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So peace and love. Hold the line. Wow. It looks like we need to have more of these conversations. What do y'all think? (laughs) I see so many of you guys on the phone lines, and I definitely do not, absolutely under no circumstances, want us to get cut off tonight because we are already in the after hours. Um, But, um, yeah, I want to know you guys' thoughts on tonight's share about relationships and what your takeaways are. I definitely know that we'll be doing more of this. I think it is a needed discussion that we should always be having uh, and really, you know, looking at ourselves in relationships, excuse me, looking to ourselves and, um, you know, thinking about our relationships and, you know, really understanding that, you know, it's always an opportunity for growth that is there if if we're willing to t- to take the honest look at ourselves and we're we're willing to dive deeper than just to have a relationship on the surface just something um you know something superficial um just something <laughs> superficial uh so um, yeah, uh, 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 let's see, let's see. So, so I definitely, I just, I was trying to pull something up. <laughs> Sorry about that. So I definitely want to hear you guys thoughts. On um, the share tonight, please make sure uh, that you go over to social media. You can hit us up on Instagram at the 
Remix underscore radio and uh, leave a comment under the share. Leave it on Facebook. I definitely will be looking for your comments, or you can send me an email at questionforblue at gmail.com. I thank you all for coming, bringing your conversations, participating. Shout out to the whole Blue Room there. You guys are totally off the chain and uh, brought up some very, very amazing and good points there. And thank you all for sharing our relationship here as a soul group together. This was super amazing amazing and a discussion that we need to keep having so that we can continue to keep growing, growing at a soul level and uh, making our relationships one first with ourselves very healthy uh, so that we can enter into these relationships that are about us learning about who and growing and coming up with solutions and building stronger legacies and bonds for ourselves all over the planet. So I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys so much, but I, I think it's, it's, it's only filling if we can hear some more of um, Bill Withers as we get ready to get out of here about making love to your mind. You know, we talk about that often. You know, people say, oh, I want somebody to mentally stimulate me and and da-da-da-da-da. And that mental stimulation is definitely needed. We're going to talk about that. We're going to get maybe uh, as this year go on, we'll get into a little bit of tantric. Um, we'll talk about all the different aspects of relationships as well. But the main thing that I want you to understand that the most important relationship you can have is one where you can begin to start loving yourself on a very, very sacred and intimate level, and then you can start projecting that in a very honest and a very real and a very raw way out into the world. Yes, because this is how beautiful things are made. And so we definitely want to make more than love than just to our minds. We want to be able to have a love that will feed our spirits, our souls, and our heart and keep that strong connection from within uh, so that we can begin to understand all of our relationships that we have throughout the world. And so we're all learning this together. We're all growing up here together. And I'm thankful for Spirit um, for bringing this subject through, for us having, being able to have this honest, grown discussion uh, as we're doing here. So peace and love to you guys. Have an amazing week. Please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up notification. And we have that beautiful new moon that's going to be coming up here in a couple of days. So you can also go over to Instagram definitely so you guys can um, I'm going to be probably putting some stuff up there as well as Brother Bilal too. So love you guys. Peace and love you guys. Ciao. Ciao. Let's jam. To Bill Withers. Oh, yeah, one of my daddy's favorite singers. Don't forget to download, 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 you guys. Love You Planet Remix, the only place to be. Gonna get ready to sign off Miss Blue, the Soulful Oracle. Love you guys. Don't forget to share what you learned. I love the story. Thank you.
Yeah, man. 